Hello guys, we are just getting ready for the amazing podcast. So I want to thank you guys that are tuning in on Facebook Live and those of you that are tuning in on Instagram Live. This is kind of a pre-hello, how are you on Spirit Bodies and I am excited to share all of the information that I've gathered with you guys So we're going to hang on a couple minutes tight before I begin, and we will jump into our podcast. Awesome. Everything's going perfect, and we are going to move into this episode for today. All right. I got so many notes for you guys on this amazing topic. So I'm going to jump into it, um, kind of just to explain. Welcome back to another episode of Kiara's Spirituality Podcast. I am so excited to be sharing this topic with you guys live this time. Um, This amazing focus will push us into the future for our upcoming events, podcasts, and some special surprises. This episode is sponsored by the Crystal Alab Oracle deck that is made by yours truly. And if you guys want to get your deck, go ahead and go to the link in my bio on my Crystal Prophecy Instagram page, and you guys can get that direct link to that amazing deck. So when we jump in, today's topic is focusing on the spirit bodies. Um, I wanted to focus on this amazing topic because most people don't actually know what the spirit bodies are. So to kind of give a little overview, I'm going to check in on some notes and kind of just explain this to you. In spirituality, we have four different spirit bodies, one of which we all know and love, (laughs) the physical body, which is our main existence. That's the flesh and bone, the body, um, what we live and breathe in. The next up spirit body is the emotional body, which is where all of our feelings, our experiences, our thoughts, all of that is existing in that emotional plane. The next spirit body is the mental, which is our mind, our thought process, our beliefs, our how we see the world, the experience that is all in the mental body. And lastly, we have our spirit body. So the spirit body is the connection to all things, including the earth itself, to what we call God, the universe, the beyond, the divine, or the higher self. The spirit body is what our soul is considered, where the energy is stored. So I'm going to kind of just jump into each of the spirit bodies and explain why they're all important for everybody to know how to heal, how to use them, the best things that 
you can do to kind of get yourself on gear for a wholeness and feeling 100% yourself and comfy. The reason I'm talking about this amazing topic is because I wanted everybody to be able to experience an understanding of what a spirit body is and how it can be applied in your day-to-day life here, there, whatever. Um, Maybe you feel off balance. Maybe your relationships are kind of slipping in and out of being balanced. Maybe you feel like you're uh, drowned down with a lot of work. You're tired. You have a dried up well. You're not really feeling yourself. All of these things are connected to each of the spirit bodies. So today I wanted to give you guys some tools on not only understanding what it is and how it applies to you, but how you can heal and work with it as well. So we're going to actually start backwards and start with the spirit body. It's one of my favorite bodies because it's my main focus. It's what I do for work to kind of cap it back. What is a spirit body? It is a connection to all things, including the earth and yourself. This is what we call our higher self. This provides protection, union, help, and guidance from an outside source, as well as from those who have passed on. This body connects us to all that is. Many do not understand or acknowledge this aspect, but it has little to do with what we believe culturally when it comes to religion or spirits. It is more the element that no one in no situation stands alone, that there is no one fault, that we are all connected, and that it always takes more than one body to create all that exists in life. It is the most outside ring in our aura or our energetic field. So it is what we are, what we exist in. It is literally everything that has to do with us. So how should the spirit body behave when balanced? Calm, fearless, highly creative, operating without limits. Pair that with the fortitude and support to create action from your own ideas This body is something that is like a higher force guiding you to protect all that you are and what you embody and represent. So it is you basically on the most basic level. It's your inner you and it's your connection to your energy outside yourself. So for you to feel in your best self, you're going to be a calm, fearless, boss ass babe, uh, male, female, don't matter, whatever you pull and call or claim to be, you are at your highest self. The spiritual body represents the synthesis of balance of the other three that we will talk about. It is very similar to the idea that we are greater than the sum of our parts. So that collective consciousness that everybody talks about in spirituality, that is your spiritual body. It's you, your mind, and how you sometimes connect with people and sometimes don't. So is this spirit body masculine or feminine? Well, it is considered feminine. I would say that it's actually androgynous because it's both energies. But the reason that we claim it to be feminine is because traditionally uh, females are uh, connected deeper to the energy of spirituality. Or if you consider yourself very spiritual as a male, you have a more effeminate energy. The female energy is considered to be the observer, the intuitive, the feeler, the mystic Um Someone who can see more of the the detail of self and how to nurture others. That would be that feminine body. So let's talk about what happens when you're underbalanced. You may feel disconnected from everything, from feeling or thinking things on your own or that you are alone. 
um, that we are not co-creating our existence, that you're victims of faith, as we call this, it's living at effect rather than living at cause in NLP terms. The effect is the world around you controls you. And the cause is that you're living in power. So cause would be balanced and effect would be imbalanced. So when we're thinking about that, um, maybe we're dismissive of listening to our gut. This person generally separates from being an active or conscious member of the community, feels deserving and expectant of others' energy or time. They also feel left out or like they've not been seen or heard. There's also a tendency to put high emphasis on how things look or how they appear instead of focusing on transparency and an honest heart communication. So let me talk about that honest heart communication. I think that it's really important for people to tap into um, their heart space. I was talking about this with my uh, really good friend and collaborator, Elena Katz. And she was telling me that the heart space is no judgment. It's a place where you can love unconditionally and embody all that you need to do for yourself for nurturing. Your cup is full and you're able to give to people as well. So that would be a really good, awesome focus on spirituality and the open heart space. So let's keep going. We're going to talk a little bit more about the spirit body. There are many ways that you can connect to the spirit body, um, especially if you're wanting to connect with more spirituality. We could become disconnected to the metaphysical body by not taking time for ritual, quiet, or greater symbiosis. This disconnect can manifest as loneliness, loss of intuition, inaction, and isolation. But when our spiritual body is centered and connected, we feel calm, unafraid, limitless, and oh so full of love, unconditional love. To keep our spiritual connection strong, we love incorporating these next things that I would recommend for balancing the spirit body. Meditation, any kind of meditation. Um, it doesn't have to be meditation like like sitting in a quiet room and focusing on silence. It can be sound healing, which I highly recommend. I actually have amazing sound healing journeys on my YouTube. If you go to Crystal Prophecy, Kiara Crystal Prophecy, um, we have a few episodes there with some amazing sound baths with some co-collaborators also on my own. So sound healing with crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, drums, flute, that is an amazing way um, to help with meditation. You could do deep breathing meditation, which can be done while swimming or when you're doing work. Like if you're at work and you're sitting up straight, you just breathe deeply into your gut and then into your heart space and then into your throat. And those three levels of breathing help balance your heart, mind, and soul. Another form of meditation is your favorite thing to do. If you're a dancer, a singer, a gardener, a poet, a writer, um, if you're artistic or not artistic, your passion. So an accountant can even have fun with this kind of meditation. You just sit in a space where you're doing the work and you let it flow and you're not thinking about other things that you need to do. No task flicks, no extra mind boggling things. You're just focusing on what you need to get done right then and there. Living in the present moment is a great meditation. 
The next thing I recommend to balance this is community volunteer work. So you can volunteer at your local food um, shelter. Um, You could do it at kids clubs, boys and girls clubs, and help out with um, even tutoring or um, fun events. You could do community volunteer work in your own like place. So in Sedona, we have awesome gardeners that invite people to come hang out and help them out uh, with their gardening, which is really cool. So any form of volunteer work helps balance the spiritual body. Gratitude journaling. So this one is an amazing balancer. Gratitude journaling is good for focusing on what you have already living in the present moment and giving thanks to all that you've experienced in the past so that you can let it go towards the future. Gratitude journaling is great for um, self-empowerment and for knowing where you've been so that you can get a clear kind of feel with yourself. I mentioned breath work already, which is funny. I mentioned it again, but we'll go over breath work one more time. Um, Focusing on every breath you take, um, making them very conscious breaths. It could be deep breaths. It could be soft breaths. Um, You could do this while sleeping. It's a great way to calm the body, the nerves, and to bring a lot of oxygen into the body to naturally put it in a great state affirmations or goal planning. So we have something called goal work that we do in NLP and hypnotherapy, uh, where we actually state and list our goals and our intentions for the future. And we make sure that we set uh, pretty clear dates on how to achieve those goals. So you could do goal dates. Um, You could also do the affirmations, which is the I am beautiful. I am great. I am powerful. Uh, Whatever words resonate with you, you state the I am state and you say I am and then your verb. And it is a really good thing to hang up on your wall, have as your phone background, put in the mirror. Anything that you could to see this all the time is great. Um, Some recommendations I have for you guys as far as who to check out for some cool spiritual information. We have Dr. Deepika Chopra. Um, things are looking up optimism is a Oracle deck that can be one of your best friends that you could play with, um, to read. So I highly recommend that you look up the things are looking up optimism deck. Another awesome recommendation that you can do is, um, you can check out, uh, Dolores Cannon. She's an amazing, um, just super inspiring woman who has so much to say about so many different things, soulmates, life path, karma, blueprints, anything that you can think of, Claire's meditation. She's a great tool and person to just kind of check out. So those are a couple of people for the spirit body. We're going to move on to the next body down. I don't know how many of you guys have heard of the amazing um, water experiment that um, Masari, Dr. Masari Moto created. If you haven't, you should check it out. I posted so many things about this in the past. So if you wanted to kind of get more of an idea, I posted this with Eric in one of our podcast episodes in the past. Um, Who is they is the name of the podcast episode. You could check out to listen more about this idea behind the water theory. But to give you kind of just an overview, basically we are made of water 
and water is vibrationally affected. So if you talk to yourself in a positive way, or you talk to a cup of water with rice in it, and you talk to that water in a very positive, like, oh, you're beautiful. I love you. You know, whatever you say to that cup filled with rice and water. And then you have the identical same rice, same water and another cup right next to it. And you say really mean things like, I hate you. um, You're not good enough, whatever. And the water molecules are actually different. They're taking pictures under a microscope to analyze and observe that they are different. So it's an amazing experiment that uh, Dr. Masaru Moto actually was able to record. So you can look up those amazing pictures and it'll give you some cool like representation of what words do to water. And we are water. So we are affected by these same experiences. So some body of the elemental, some kind of descriptions and insight we're going to go through for the, for that awesome physical is what it is. Just as it sounds, it is our skin and everything under the skin, the brain, the organs, everything between the ears. It's the skeletal system, fascia, organs, blood, veins, ligaments, We usually know when our physical body is full or not, hurt or not, happy or not, healthy or not. The signs are visible and generally recognizable. Our Western medicine culture places a lot of emphasis on this body, and that is not experiencing pain or discomfort. It represents our experience in the world, our physiology, and our ability to heal. The physical body should behave When balanced, feeling open, flexible, healthy, our vitamin and mineral elements should be balanced. We should be free of pain, toxicity, illness, acidity. This is very important when we're trying to balance this body. It's great to kind of focus on, are you feeling good? Is your skin a good pigment? Um, Do you have acne? Um, Is the acne translating to something in your diet that you need to adjust and fix? Um, do you have a chronic illness? Do you have a, um, like cancer, uh, all of these things are physical abnormalities, which tell us that the body is not balanced. An amazing, awesome person that you guys should check out, um, for some insight is our medical medium gentleman. His name is Anthony William. He has a set of, I think like five books, talking specifically about this amazing connection with um, your body and like what your diet is and how important all of that is. So you should definitely read up on him. Again, his name is Anthony William and it's called the Medical Medium Series. Um, Check that out. It is wonderful, an amazing way to connect better with your um, body what is it telling you? What are you putting into it dietarily? Um, What are you consuming? What are you digesting? Are you balanced? He gives you so much information. It's amazing. So definitely check out that to kind of get an insight on any focus that you want to know on the physical. We're going to just double check really quick that our live is still doing well. Perfect. Yes. Very well. Okay. So I am going to continue to read a little bit about the physical body. So 
When it is underbalanced, this is pretty evident. The body ages more rapidly. It breaks down more easily, loses elasticity. The organ functions are disrupted. There are issues with absorption and elimination. And there's a feeling of tightness, heaviness, or stress on our skeletal frame, or even like if you have like um, headaches or pinching or earaches or body aches, um, these are all qualities of underbalanced physical someone who is too balanced, uh, too much focus on physical strength, beauty, anti-aging. There's also doubt that the body can heal itself. So you're always looking for a reliance on outside factors like drugs, surgeries, injections to bring the body's radiance and worth back. This is so common in the um, live industry. Like Every aspect of the industry, the media, they want people to rely a lot on anti-aging and strength and beauty. Um, So there's a lot of emphasis on drugs, surgery, injections to bring the body's radiance and worth. Um, I think that it's better to check, like always count on the body because the body itself is made and programmed from the original existence to heal itself That's what the medical medium talks about is that your body is more than capable of healing itself. So definitely think about how can I better my physical with what I consume, what products I'm putting on my face for my skincare routine, uh, what am I eating and drinking, am I drinking enough water, all of these things help. So there's a tendency to bypass elements of nature. Uh, such as food, water, air quality, yin time, which is um, the time of the month for women, quiet, physical touch, uninhabited sexual experiences, balanced movement for the sake of the fast and immediate. So even if you were um, assaulted as well sexually, there's a tendency of having too much of a protection on your physical body. Therefore, it is not balanced. It's not open. It's not free. It's not healing itself. So how do we bring the physical into balance? Simple, simple movements, slow, balanced, repetitive sequences, some physical meditation, such as walking, massage, barefoot in the dirt or on the land, um, playing in the dirt, soil, water, in the sand, yoga, stretching, uh, weight bearing exercises that let you feel the strength in your own body, uh, such as, uh, strength, strength weighting and, um, physical, um, adding like I can't remember what they're called, but I think they're bands, like the bands to help stretch and you are naturally stretching yourself. These all help with that self-healing body. So when needing care, the physical body will show signs of tightness, pain, um, dysfunction, just to name a couple things. However, when our physical body is in a great place, uh, it has a homeostasis where we feel more open, resilient, balanced, and generally free of discomfort. How exactly can we bring this into balance? Um, There's, you know, we talked about gentle movement, grounding techniques are literally putting yourself in the ground, in the dirt, touching the trees, playing, um, experiencing a lot of physical exercise that is just awesome. So yoga, Pilates, Um, something for a skincare routine is dry brushing and moisturizing making sure that you exfoliate your skin to get rid of any dead skin cells um, for men and women, for everybody in general, Um, making sure that your grooming techniques are really good. So don't overwash your hair. 
Um, don't over scrub your body. Don't use products that are not good for sensitive skin, things like that. So promoting lymphatic drainage and embodiment, we start at the feet and brush it all the way up. Then shower to rinse off any exfoliated skin cells, following up with a black spruce body oil or a black um, seaweed body uh, bar. For aromatherapy treat of the senses via black spruce, rosewood, and blue tansy, your physical body will thank you. So that is a lot behind the physical body. We're going to move up to the emotional body which is one of my favorite energies to work with. So as we go into the emotional body, what is the emotional body? The nervous system, hormones, touch, water release, which is tears, water absorption, which is bloating, clutching from not letting go, feeling of lack and trying to hold onto things too closely. Some believe that the emotional body extends a few millimeters or inches around the body. Um, how we are doing emotionally is represented by how calm or rough the waters are in our thoughts in our dream state. So it's really cool about the emotional body uh, field. It is basically the auric field. So we have a little pinch that basically comes right off the body, which is what the aura field is. You have colors that um, reflect out of your energy system, which is represented by your emotions. So if your emotional body is balanced or unbalanced, you'll be able to determine if your chakras, which are, um, emotional whirlpools inside of your system are in balance or not. So what does the emotional body represent? Um, it's a bridge between the physical and the mental body. It's where our experience of the world is synthesized and interpreted It represents our feelings and relationships to all things, how we react, interpret, and respond to situations and outside energies, particularly anything not factual. Like when you don't do your research, like how we feel when people look at us in a certain way or how we respond to something that might be said or thought of um, on the large scale. The connection between the mental emotional body is a reason why there are always different sides to a story or situation. If the bodies are unbalanced, those situations can be greatly misread and misunderstood. When balanced, it represents centering and acting from the heart space. So how the emotional body should behave when it's balanced, inclusive, empathic, open, honest, less or non-judgmental towards others, generous with help. There's a desire to give without expecting or wishing to receive something in return. Cortisol, insulin, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone will be more balanced and even. Blood sugar is more regulated. The heartbeat even and slow and blood pressure balanced. The body does not retain water, nor is the body over dehydrated. So what of the masculine or feminine energies, of course, it is feminine because it is feeling. Remember, the female energy is feeling and intuition, observation. It's the one that is behind the scenes, whereas the masculine is the do, the act, the are. It's the willingness to be in person. It's the action of doing. It's the execution of those actions. So say somebody is underbalanced in their emotional body. Um, they have a general lack of emotional intelligence. Uh, Lack of trust, very little intuition or ability to read and understand people. Socially awkward. There's also a lot of fear and neurosis. 
as well as concern for the self and less empathy for the experience of others. This can manifest physically as holding water in the limbs, joints, and face, especially from hormone imbalance. Dehydration or bloating, inflexibility, joint stiffness, lack of sleep from emotional stress, um, presenting other similar symptoms. Mentally, it can manifest as self-doubt, projection, thinking others have a better life, which again causes us to lose sleep and increases the physical symptoms and imbalance. Do you see where I'm going here, how they're connected and they affect each other? Ultimately, it means that we are not using the mental or physical body either by talking ourselves down to a point of being rational or using the lungs and breath to calm the heartbeat. So you're overstimulated, your body doesn't know how to regulate itself. That is very underbalanced and emotional. Somebody who's overbalanced, they're oversaturated, literally overwhelmed, passive, then quickly aggressive. Someone who takes things personal, obsessive, irrational, agitated, depressed, anxious, feelings of drowning or hopelessness um, for relationships or other situations. This can manifest as weight gain, even while dieting, and too much water in the aura and system where the body is behaving more like a sponge. Alternatively, if someone overfires their nervous system, one can dry out the emotional body, so becoming numb, manifesting underweight, dehydrated, desiccated. Hormones are a key to our health, you guys. The heart might feel heavy and the menstrual cycle might be heavy as well. The throat might even feel closed, which can adversely affect your hormones and make you less likely to connect with your emotions and other people. So that is um, most of our emotional chat. It's pretty amazing to kind of check in and see how people feel as far as these different bodies, because there's so much quality to understanding how they affect you. So let's talk about with the emotional body, how do we bring that into balance? Anything that releases emotions, cry, scream, laugh, uh, run, (laughs) get angry um, in a very safe and enclosed environment, your tension, your stress, and your anxiety, all that needs to be purged. So however you can find ways to purge, um, I'll list a couple down below and just talk about it. Pardon me. Depending on the person, this might require something like meditation again, you guys, (laughs) meditation, meditation, dance, cardio, comedy, breathing techniques. Ultimately, the emotional body comes into great balance when we learn how important it is to balance our hormones, yoga, especially restorative and hatha, shauna, light detoxing and fasting with your adrenal and liver support, more touch and intimacy are key. Forgiveness and acts of forgiveness are crucial. Learning the value of emotional intelligence and not only mental intelligence is central to empathic and adrenal wellness. So what is emotional intelligence? Um, Being able to interpret another person's emotions without taking it personal or blaming them and just thinking that that's person in front of you is doing their best. So it's great to utilize that emotional intelligence on your day-to-day, not reacting to people, not taking what people say personally. Um, An amazing book that you guys can check out. Um, I don't, I think it's um, Ruiz is his last name. It's his second name as well, but his book is called The Four Agreements. So I highly recommend you guys check out The Four Agreements. It's a great read. It's very easy, very simple, and it defines four key factors. Doing your best, not taking things personal, um, not uh, 
not judging or reacting to other people and um, showing up. So continuing on, on better ways to help with the emotional body, to bring it into balance, we have talk, uh, talking things out, sexual intimacy, physical touch. So also like cats, animals, dogs, it's great for helping um, petting and purring from cats is great. A dog's kiss is beautiful. Um, Other people have like ferrets and other animals um, that you can help with that. Very good. Cuddling, all that. Even your friends, hugs. So laughing with your best friends, uh, family, anybody you can. Laughing is such a great medicine for emotional healing. And then we got rhythmic stretching. So um, when we were in little kids grade school and when we would do PE and do our constant little like hopscotch or jump rope or stretches, um, all that was really good for your emotional health. So even if you want to do yoga the same way every day to kind of wake up, if you have a routine, um, like getting your coffee and whatnot, your tea or whatever, specific exercising movements that are slow moving are great for emotional distressing. So we have also adaptogen herbs can also be great allies for promoting healing and resiliency for emotional body. Um, We have the idea of um, adaptogenic herbs. You guys can check that out and see if that applies to you. You could put it into your coffee, um, mushrooms, Mushroom coffee is naturally actually really good for the emotional body as well. It helps with not being exhausted. So that was our talk on the emotional body. So last but not least, because I do have a couple surprises after we talk about my favorite body. Um, The mental body is where we're going to focus everything. So this is the creme de la creme, as far as the spirit bodies are concerned, um, from your soul, from your spirit, when you exist in reality, your spirit will translate immediately into a thought. And where are thoughts held, you guys? The mental body. What is the mental body? Our thoughts, attitudes, judgments, prejudices, also how we perceive our worth and the value in the world. Some believe it is about a foot out in our diameter from our physical body. Some feel it is inches. So you got a little hook going on here. All things intellectual, including analytical thought, how we process information, how we learn in school, how we use our words, also includes focus, clarity, direction, contribution to creation and society is a key element in thought becoming reality. So your thought becomes physical and that includes in your body. It includes in your day-to-day when you want to work towards a goal or work or whatever it is, everything is correlated. They have to do with each other. So how should the mental body behave when it's balanced? Proactive, problem-solving, concise communication. Innovations coming into fruition with clarity and ease, the ability to solve emotional or physical issues in a direct and supportive way. For example, if you have a migraine, um, if you focus on where the migraine is being triggered, maybe you're dealing with family issues at home. You just moved in with your family and you're not one like knowing why you have headaches and why your mind is just going crazy. Well, because you haven't dealt with whatever is triggering the issue, which is the thought of being around family. So finding the core issue will help release that energy. 
Um, there's very little waste nonsense with your reality. Going around in circles doesn't, it's not a thing. Um, instead, a balanced mental body offers direction that points to your true north and it benefits everyone. This body is masculine. It is the thought, the creation, the act, the do. The mental body rules that masculinity. The quality of someone who is underbalanced in the mental is confused. You have brain fog. Ideas are lost quickly. You have a lethargic feeling, lack of purpose, neurosis, doubt, lack of worth, work ethic and worth, feeling of low self-esteem and low worth. Physically, it manifests as a lack of a menstrual period and little self-care for those of you that do not have a period. The qualities of someone who is overbalanced in the mental is egocentric, excessively driven, sociopathic, narcissistic, and having a little or no empathy, especially when it comes to work or success. In a less extreme way, it's doing too much or frequently being on overdrive. This is your workaholics, you guys. If that's you, then you are overbalanced. You need to come back into balance. This manifests physically in headaches and jaw aches, as I mentioned earlier. Very interesting. So how to bring the mental into balance. If you guys haven't heard of Kundalini Yoga, definitely check it out. I have a lot of yogi friends, such as even Michelle, who is an amazing yoga instructor. You can see her in my followed list and my Instagram of Crystal Prophecy. Moderate cardio walks swimming, hikes, talk therapy with an emotionally intelligent leader, um, somebody who could be a psychotherapist or a psychiatrist, um, somebody like a parent who's well-versed in their emotions and they're balanced, they're not triggering to you, someone who you don't feel uh, triggers you, someone that you feel that listens to you is a great person to talk to. Being in touch with your emotions and spirituality for balance. As I said, they correlate to each other. It goes spiritual to mental to emotional to physical. So if your spiritual is out of whack, then most likely the other three bodies are. If your mental is out of whack, then your emotional is out of whack. If your emotional is out of whack, then your physical is probably wacky. And you just have to think differently or change the focus. The type of person living mostly in the mental body tends to overthink and overdrive and doesn't let go of emotional strife or forgive easily or often. They might need to reroute, you guys. Work through old emotional issues from first years of life, often need a mental release, which most frequently comes from strong emotional support or handing the reins over to a mentor who can lead them through positive thought, mantras, positive stress, releasing actions, um, spiritual teachers, life coaches, empowerment teachers, um, Reiki healing practitioners, all those people, energy healers, great people. To our thoughts, attitudes, and clarity, we're looking at you. When misaligned in our mental body, we can feel brain fog, lack of creativity, and overall just down in the dumps. But never fear. Balance can always be brought back in. With an aligned mental state, we can expect to feel more productive, ease of action, strong intuition, and clear communication. Think of this body as having strong solar or masculine energy and very good at doing things. Here are some ways to exercise and align mentally. Cardio workouts, um, treadmill, walks, hikes. We talked about that. Time in the sun, you guys, with, pro with uh, that proper SPF, of course. You want to make sure you're protected. But sun time, sunbathing, definitely look into it. It's an amazing experience. Listening to podcasts. 
um, reading for inspiration, all those amazing things as you are doing now. Kundalini yoga, definitely look into it. For more added support, um, try to focus on a morning routine or a midday refocus moment. Um, Some other things that you could tap into with the mental is just aware of negative thinking, a pro-con list of things that are not working for you. Um, Checking out the Masaru Emoto Water Theory Demo. Looking at the four agreements, as we talked about, positive affirmations, what they are, and the intentions. You can sticky note those around the house, post it on a mirror. As I said before, put it on your phone backdrop with your pictures and stuff. So those, you guys, are the four spirit bodies. If you have more questions, you're welcome to message me via any of my social media platforms. Um, The reason I wanted to introduce all of this amazing stuff to you guys is because I have some super cool projects coming up with some amazing practitioners. We're doing a collaboration. I'm doing in-person large group readings, which you guys could see on my posts at crystalprophecy.live and also on the Crystal Prophecy Instagram page. Um, We have house retreats. I'm doing many retreats, especially in the next coming year. Uh, We will have some awesome lowdowns. But getting back to our upcoming things, we have some super cool experiences, lives, um, more podcasts, experience to chat with some cool practitioners who actually know what they're doing, their work, their, their job, their lives, talking about real stories, real insight, and giving you guys some vision on where you want to go, especially if you're looking for your soul tribe and your fam. I have a bunch of people, even in previous podcasts and the podcast to come, where we have some cool experiences, in-person events, and some other secret surprises coming out later this week, um, maybe even next week, that you guys will get to check out from all the other ladies. I'm working with Roxanne, Sabrina, Elena, and my beautiful Becca. And we are all doing this awesome experience where we get to chat kind of just in depth with each other. I love bringing so many different people on my podcast and asking questions about where they are, who they are, what they do why they do what they do and what brings them to do the work that they've just loved and that they're so passionate about. Um, Yeah. So you guys can look forward to all of that, bringing it all together. We do have some in-person retreats that you guys are more than welcome to play in. I do sound bath sessions that you guys can check out on my YouTube, or if you want to book a session, you can go to crystalprophecy.live-services. Um, I will be setting up some awesome in-person group retreats and working with some other cool ladies, such as my babe travel hookup, who is an amazing just coordinator, you guys. So if you're looking for someone to host your retreat, or if you want to be a part of the retreats she's doing, definitely check her out as well. So my big takeaway, my homework for you guys is what did you take away from this? What would you like to hear more about? And are you excited for my upcoming new episodes and podcasts on the Kiara Spirituality podcast? I want to bring in this last part to chat with you guys that most people don't know about of the spirit bodies. Traditionally, there are four spirit bodies. This is kind of a secret that I wanted to bring into you guys so that you could kind of get more insight on. It's called the ethereal body. 
So in the ethereal body, it's the as above, so below encompassment of all. This is an amazing experience um, in your body. Basically, the etheric is everything we don't touch. It's everything outside of ourselves. It's the collective consciousness and what that encompasses. It's the manifestation and how it happens. It's when you are talking to something that you don't know and you're just trying to get some insight through meditation. All of the ideas and energy of the universe comes through the etheric and the akashic, which if you guys don't know what the akashic is, definitely look into it. But basically, the akashic is a record hall. It could be considered a library of all the knowledge of what was, is, and will be. So how do you even get to fathom the etheric body? Um, You are... The type of person that's the endeavor, the one that's the entrepreneur, the the person that's making stuff happen, the healer, the teacher, the coach, and you're getting intuitive insight and guidance and wellness that just gets downloaded to you when you're doing your sessions for people. The etheric is where all energy comes from, positive, negative, no energy, um, everything. Literally, positive, negative, or nothing is where the etheric holds space. So this can be self-regeneration, self-healing. When you do retreats with people and you're connecting and you just don't understand quite fully what that means, that is the etheric body. Yeah, so I hope that you guys love this episode. I cannot wait for the next people to um, be on the podcast. You will hear about it once it comes out. This drops on Friday. Um, So if you guys are hearing this on my live, then you got it ahead of time and it will be posted this Friday. So I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening and have a wonderful night. And thank you guys for listening in. Like I said, you have any questions, comments, um, definitely leave, leave a like, follow, listen to the podcast, go to Crystal Prophecy for Instagram connection. Um, I also am posting this on my Instagram live, uh, Kara Spirituality podcast. So have a wonderful evening, you guys. Thank you so much.